0: So it's like Vaishnavs appear in this world and when they appear most of the souls around they don't know what happened because it looks like quite similar to any other birth in this world. From external point of view you cannot see. Inside, it's something very different. The one takes birth just due to his karma, and others, they take birth out of compassion. So, but, during the life, their love for Radha and Krishna is like spreading and everyone Gets get so much attraction to the souls and when they disappear they leave everyone crying behind like we were just singing this beautiful song of Naradam Das Thakur He's saying, you know, I lost the company of so many wonderful souls you know, when most of us were in this very body Angelashredamarrach was on Earth here, mm-hmm. but what what did we do? <laughs> huh? You know, I I went to school. Why? You know, it, it's huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it's a tragedy, that, and at least we can feel some pain for that. And this is like a transformational experience. So that's why Narodam Sago say, I don't know if I should put my hand on a stone, if I should jump in fire, because it would be much less pain That's what I feel. There was the door, to eternity, to the eternal seva, It was so tangible here. Now, I'm alone again in a huge ocean of material existence. And I'm just longing, where can I be again? When that moment will come? Where we can sit Together with Bhaktas and speak about Radha and Krishna because then the experience of home of the Nitya Dham is exactly tangible and experienceable right now. So, and today is the disappearance day of our Haridas Thakur. I think it's the 10th or 11th chapter of Antialila yeah. 11, huh? where it's very intensely described. And if one reads this chapter, it's like the heart is like exploding when one is reading this, this verse of Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. And I always knew this is a perfect death. This is, you know, how I one day I want to live like this. It's very wonderful, and just putting a, uh, such a soul and an eternal associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the center here of this sangha and here of this heart, then suddenly a mysterious experience is. I'm happening. <clears throat>
1: Krishna
0: is saying, vai I'm not living in Vaikunta yoginam Namridesheva. I'm not living in the heart of the Yogis. But, oh Narad, I mostly live in Sayad Gaya and Dimat Bhakta, where my Bhaktas are coming together and speak about me. I'm living there mostly, I'm very alive there. So, we will invite today Haridas Thakur in the assembly, and we invite him in our heart. And we know when these bhaktas are there, then there is like, sometimes you can buy some toothpaste and some gift is added, you know, in a shop. You can add it, some gift. So if you have the eternal associate of Mahaprabhu, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is running and is also included. And if you have Kuranga, then some other persons are running, Radha and Krishna themselves. So it's like a whole package included.
2: Thank you, Maharaj, huh, to invite our
0: Thakur today. Yeah.
3: ओम <laughs> ज्ञानति मेrandnasya gyananjana swakaya cha aksharam nilitam yena tasmey shri guraveen Namashrestam numapis atributram matras roopam roopam tashya, Radha kundam gidiburam maho radhikamadha wasam raptu yasha pratitagri baya sri budham one kalpata rubyas cha kripa a dhita dham pava nebhyo vaisnavibhya
4: namo
3: Anadi pita chedim chirat kadunaya vaterna kalu Chamar paitam mundatos valarasam Hari sundara pita sadadi dae vasachinandana. Ajahn beta bujo kanaka vadato Sankirtanai kapitaro kamalaya takshu Bishwam baro, di palo Andi jagat priyakado kaduna vadharo Ladine shakti saru pai, go dangasu Bakta Shakti Pradhana Yagada Derenamos to Tip. Krishna Karuna Sindhodi Navando Jagat Pate. Gopi Shabu Pika Kantara Kantanamos to Tip.
2: Radhi Brindavanadi Shi
3: Kripaya Nijapadabja dasyan, yam pradiyatam. Vaktiya, Vina, Aparadrakshai, Shivta, Shakamadi, Tanam, Kamadi,
2: Kripa, Maitham,
3: Shadanam, Brinde. Must stay Chadana Vindham. Vinde must stay Sri Satinandam, Hariki Jai, Sri Hari Nam Kruki Jai, Sri Sri Voldadhara Juki
4: Jai,
3: Sri Sri Adhavu in the Juki so good morning to all Pranam Thank you so much Krishna Chandra guru for your pakram, your introductory welcoming words. Uh, of appreciation of what's taking place today. As paradoxical as it may sound, we are celebrating death today <laughs> and a death perfectly embraced, so to say, which means a life perfectly lived, which translates as a death perfectly embraced. That's the, the interconnection I always like to say, that death put life in context. No? If you take death out of the equation, you are not having the full picture of what life is about, so to say. No? When you put death into the scale, it brings the way you live your life in, into proper sanity, so to say. <laughs> you live your life with, in a sober way. So, so it's an interesting idea. We celebrate that. And we have a two about, and not those only this one, but every time a great personality
4: uh,
3: leaves this mortal plane. So to say, we are organizing a celebration here. So that's the idea. Not death can be celebrated. There is a way to to talk about death, which is probably the topic more less people want to talk about, people want to talk about the least, like the famous section in the Mahabharata, the lake of death, so Uh to say, uh uh when Jadis Timaras received this crucial question that what's the most astonishing thing you find in this world and the life of his brothers depended on his answer, basically. (laughs) And like he said, the most astonishing fact is that despite everything is dying around us, the per- one per- one thinks, that won't happen to me. Or if you think it will happen, you say, but not now, not yet. Tomorrow, next weekend, in a year. You are 99 years old. No, not yet. Still there is time. So, <laughs> and I say that? That's the most astonishing thing I can see.'" like how, how unwilling we are to acknowledge that aspect of life. So, of course, a, a transcendentalist, an aspiring Bhakta, an aspiring mystic, wants to embrace reality in its fullness. As we talked the other day, when, when one is loving, there is place even for suffering, there is place even for having necessities, but all that will be glorious because that's happening in the context of love. So also when you, you are loving, there are so many forms of death
2: that
3: it's okay to have them. It's crucial to have them. And of course we can talk about physical death, so to say, although as we know, soul doesn't die. We will talk in terms of leaving the body. But for us to not be Traumatized about the prospect of leaving this body, to go through that death. First, we have to die in in many, in so many other levels. Remember when when I was talking with with Father Richard Rohr, Franciscan mystic. I had the fortune of meeting at the beginning of this year. He will describe to me. That the question was, what's prayer? What's prayer? Well. Fasten your seatbelt for the reply. You say prayer is a training in death, you say,
2: <laughs> No.
3: Because every time you pray, you are dying, not physically, but to so many false conceptions, to so many falses, to, false, to so many ideas of what you think you are, what you think you need, what you think God is. You have to die repeatedly to all those layers, one after another. So when you go, when you live a life of prayer in that sense, when you live a life of constant death, when the moment of dying officially comes in terms of this body, you won't have a problem with that because you have gone through so many deaths before. But for those of us who who do not go through this daily death, when the moment of physical death comes, we will be terrified because we are unfamiliar with what does it mean with, with the letting go, with the giving up, with the uh, 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 acknowledging this is beyond my control and I trust and I'm saved and I'm being carried. That's basically what Arjuna said to Krishna in the Gita in the beginning, representing us when Arjuna, when Krishna was encouraging Arjuna to fight and to confront, we could say, his attachments personified in this person's personalities personified attachments <laughs> when Krishna say confront them Arjuna say no I prefer to throw all my weapons and to be killed physically by them but I cannot go through the death you are inviting me to go through because Krishna was inviting Arjuna to go through the death of a false self, so to say, my false sense of identity. And June say that's very difficult. I prefer to be just killed immediately, physically. That type of death is way more easy. <laughs> and of course, say no that's not the idea. <laughs> First we have to die no, to this other dimension. So again, when we are celebrating a day like today, we are organizing a festival of death. No? We can call today's Tiruvah Mahotsubh is a festival of death, celebrating death. That doesn't sound too mainstream, too popular. <laughs> but we are celebrating the life of, <clears throat> whether we are talking about the Nitya Siddha or Sadhana Siddha, as we talk these days, how those personalities went through, uh, or, or, or even if they're Nitya Siddha, certain stages of different deaths through life, and how gloriously they transitioned after leaving their body so one of those personalities is that we are celebrating today very very crucial figure in our tradition our tradition in one sense revolves around Nam for us the name is what well, the name is not for us <laughs> And there is this beautiful verse in quoted oh, by Bhakti you Nothakur. Things come from the Adi Purana Nanamas read some genam, Nanamas read some pretam, Nanamas palam, Nanamas read some genam, Nanamas read his stagh, Nanamas read asma, Nanamas read his sampunyam, Nanamasadishigati, Namayiba paramam paramaga, Tirna Maiba paramashant, Namayiba paramashtiti, Namayiba paramaga, Tirna Maiba paramashant, Sorry to say so many times the word Nam. Sorry? If I'm not mistaken, it's Adi Purana. And there it is saying, there is no higher knowledge than the name, no higher renunciation, no higher action, no higher meditation, no higher charity, no higher offering, no higher love. The name is the Supreme Guru, the name is the Supreme Love, the name is the Supreme everything (laughs) so my point is for us the name is pretty important let's put it that way (laughs) so if the name is so crucial for us in Mahaprabhu's tradition if someone is known as the nam-acharya then that person will be equally important if our tradition revolves around the name of God if someone is labeled officially as the Acharya of the name, that who teaches, by example, how to embrace the name, will put that person in a special part of our heart altar, so to say. And that person is hard as that,
2: interestingly.
3: (laughs) So so we are celebrating his Tiruvab, Mahotsav. We are celebrating his disappearance day. And as Krishna Chandra Prabhu mentioned, interestingly, his disappearance is described in a whole chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. We generally do not find that detailed description of someone's passing away as it is done with Haradas Thakur. Whole chapter, chapter 11 of the Antilila of Chaitanya Charitamrita Whole chapter depicting how Haradas Thakur passed away. So again, that must take our... Attention. For some reason, the <laughs> whole chapter is dedicated to this. And for some reason, that's included in our Vaishnava calendar as part of all the celebration we have been having day after day after day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, but before, if you give me permission, before going to the disappearance, Lila in, in itself, I'd like to share a few words of the background of that. Of Haridas Thakur, who was Haridas Thakur, and how Haridas Thakur became Haridas Thakur, so to say. Hmm? So, Haridas Thakur is connected to Brahma in our tradition. Hmm? Sometimes he's called Brahma Haridas.
2: Hmm?
3: So, he's Brahma. Interesting. Hmm? The first guru of our sampradaya, basically. Yeah? Krishna, Brahma, Brahma, Matva, Gaudiya, Sampradaya. <clears throat> and this is somehow connected to something we talked last year. Remember we were sharing for those who are here, who were somehow studying the Brahmastuti or the prayers of Brahma after what's known as Brahma and Lila. The pastime, the Lila where, Krishna, where Brahma kidnaps or thinks that he kidnaps Krishna's calves and friends and eventually... He has a very unique revelation and all these calves and friends and peers as Bhagavan personified multiple Narayans and Brahma's foreheads are like spinning like crazy. <laughs> uh, and eventually Brahma falls at the feet of Krishna and offers beautiful prayers. Whole chapter, chapter 14 of the 10th canto of Brahma's Tutti. <laughs> so... <clears throat> So Brahma himself, in that section, in one of his prayers, he considers, I offended you. I offended your lila. I offended your form. I offended your associates. Why? Because when I saw your form as a coward, having picnic with your friends, I thought, what's this? This cannot be God. This cannot be the Krishna I saw at the beginning of creation. It's too informal. God shouldn't be in a picnic. No? God should be eating a royal table with so with servants and whatever. And he he's eating from directly from hand, left hand, not right. His friends are tasting what they have and they're putting that into the mouth of Krishna. They are giving Krishna their remnants. Brahma was like, this cannot be my God. This is an imposter. So he offended Krishna's form by considering it this is not the real one, he offended his associates by thinking who are this ordinary coward bodies and he offended the lila because somehow he interrupted or he tried to interrupt the flow of the picnic and kidnapping so I just say that Brahma consider, okay, I, I engage myself in lila aparad rupa aparad parikara aparad I have to say that he did not engage in nama aparad <sighs> So that gives some hope to Brahma. Okay, there is some portal. He didn't offend the name, basically.
0: So somehow the name
3: stayed with Brahma. And quite a lot, as we will see, he became the Namacharya. So you can see how generous the name is. Even if you offend some other directions, how much the name stays with you. And if you embrace it, you can become a hardy that's stuck or somehow. Hmm?
2: <laughs>
3: so... So, of course, as we know, Brahma, as Brahma, Brahma is known as Bidhi. Bidhi means someone who follows every rule, every regulation, very paka, as they will say in India. No? How to translate that in, how to say paka in German? In German. Also proper?
0: And then regal conform. Okay.
1: I understood that.
3: Like... Yeah, There's there no translation. It's Paka. You have to enter into the mood yeah. of Paka. <laughs> but yeah, you, he did everything very nicely.
2: Can I? Can
3: I? So he had a very high birth as Brahma. He, he has the highest possible birth in the universe. He followed every rule very nicely. But he engaged in some form of, of offense. So he was born then as an outcast in Gorlila. Not as a highest possible birth mm-hmm. but Namacharya, again the name stay with him mm-hmm. in that situation mm-hmm. so Brahma took shelter as Hari does in the name after his mischief, so to say mm-hmm. something to us just,
0: just a little yeah. thing, many Vaishnavas say it's not the result of a parat mm-hmm. of a mistake that he had to take birth mm-hmm. like yeah, but he, he realized standing before krishna why couldn't i recognize you Hmm. because i thought of having a position Hmm. i thought i am someone and if you're standing on a podest if you're like this is called pride you will be unable to really see and he prayed to krishna Please, when you come next time, can I be part again?
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, yes. I said, but I want a blessing. Next time, I don't want the protest. I don't want any position at all. You know, really, then I can um, relish your beauty. It it was very interesting. Um, One can go to temples. And usually the presidents and the managers, they're the big persons. They're not very happy because they're busy. <laughs> but in the back there's a blissful person, you know, no position and just making flower garlands for the, in <laughs> the kitchen somewhere. They're the most blissful person. So this is what Brahma prayed. Next time, I want to relish you. I want to serve you, and I don't want to be deviated by any VIP post. Mm.
3: <laughs> so it's like... don't make me a manager again. No, yes. no. <laughs>
0: that's
3: a good prayer.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that one. Yeah. So yeah, in connection to what Krishna Chandru mentioned, there is something... And since we yesterday celebrated Bhakti appearance and we mentioned some of his contributions as the Navadu, Dhamma, Mahatmya, there's one section there that I want to share for a minute which shows a little bit this background. So chapter 5, uh, starting from verse 128, just in case you then won't go, won't go there. So Bhakti Nautakur mentions navadvip Dhammahatmya. Yeah. So Bhakti Nautaku mentions that after the Brahma Stuti, after Brahma offered his prayers, as we studied last year, Brahma went to Antardvip, which is one of the nine islands in Navadvip. He started to beg for the mercy of Krishna. As Mahaprabhu, somehow he received some insight that Lila is coming. Hmm? In a few thousand years, but for Brahma, it's just like it's coming. (laughs) So he lamented saying, and I will share with you what Brahma said If I had taken birth as a coward boy, I would have easily obtained service to Sri Krishna. I did not have the great fortune to relish the rasa of those pastimes. But now I will not have any wicked mentality towards Sri Gaur. Toward Mahaprabhu. As we mentioned, he has some not the proper perspective toward Krishna. So now he's saying, I won't repeat the same mistake again toward him as Mahaprabhu. So he's lamenting. Interestingly, he's indirectly hinting at what we pointed last year, which is Brahma had an affinity for Sakya Rasa. And now he's saying here, if I had taken birth a like coward boy, so he's mentioned that. So anyhow, to say that after saying this, Brahma started to meditate and to engage in tapasya, trying to, uh, to please Mahaprabhu in answer to it. So eventually Mahaprabhu appeared. To Brahma in interview but that time, like a trailer of his actual appearance, and he said, "I'm very pleased with your tapasya, Brahma. So, ask me whatever you want. Any blessings, I will, I will give you." And Brahma fainted. That was his reply. <laughs> By having Gordarshan, and he passed out basically. So they say that Mahaprabhu, according Mm -hmm. to what notag Mahaprabhu put his foot on Brahma's head. So with that, he's already
2: Uh, safe. Yeah,
3: (laughs) but there will be a little more unfolding as we will see. But he put the foot there. Brahma awakened, and so Mahaprabhu's foot here, hmm, receiving so much insight, so much revelation, so much infusion. Know, of devotional life into his heart by that touch and Brahma inspired began to offer prayers to Mahabrabhu another Brahma's duty we could say <laughs> uh, an, an extension an appendix of the Brahma's duty of the Bhagavatam so let me share a, f- a few parts of that of those prayers by Brahma after receiving this mercy of Mahabrabhu this confirmation remember he ju- he before prayed Allow me, give me another chance, I won't do the same mistake. And now Mahaprabhu is like confirming that. So Brahma says I am very low and wretched. Being controlled by pride, I committed offenses at your lotus feet. And as a result, I am absorbed in mundane enjoyment. So as Christian Chandra say, we we may not say he offended, but in, in his own own humility he feels mm-hmm. I offended. Mm-hmm. The first half of my life has passed, Rama says, <laughs> and now I'm most anxious about how the second half will pass. My mind is disturbed by many difficulties because of being indifferent toward you. My only prayer at your feet
2: <clears throat>
3: is that I may join you as your associate in your manifest past tense. May I attain such a birth that my conceit, as you in being the creator will be removed. That I may remain with you the whole time and that I may glorify you. So he presented this prayer with these three not conditions but three requests three anchoring no? mm. in the context of appearing as his associate may I attain a ser- such a birth that my con- my pride of being a temple manager so to say temple president create temp- not temple president but universe president <laughs> may be removed. Mm. May I stay with you the whole time? May I have your daily company, and may I glorify you? Mm-hmm. So Mahaprabhu is hearing this prayer uh, thing, and saying, replying, you know, attached to. Basically, means, Amen. So be it. That's the meaning of the, these two words. Huh? Our Amen is tatastu, which means so be it. Mm. Mm. So he bestows upon Brahma his desired boom, his desired blessing. Mm. And he predicts, he replies, he will give further clarification about how his birth will take place. Mm. So he will, Mm. let me read a few lines in that connection, how Mahaprabhu replies to Brahma. Mm. Mm. You will always think of yourself as low and fallen. In connection to the... Before that, he said you will be born as an outcast. So in that connection, you will think of yourself in this way. With, your name will be Haridas. And you will be free from all pride. So imagine what does it mean. Just to be born without Pratista from birth. I cannot imagine what does it mean. (laughs) Being born without this desire for position. So you will be free from all pride as Hari does. Daily, 300,000 names of Hari will dance upon your tongue.
0: 192 rounds.
3: Yeah, three lakhs sometimes called also. So, Krishna will be dancing upon... I mean, chanting Harinam is not chanting Harinam, it's Krishna dancing upon your tongue. That's, the, that's what's actually taking place. Your tongue became the stage, and Krishna is performing Tandavan uh, Nuritya, so to say, or whatever dance he's performing there.
2: So, three lakhs,
3: 192 rounds, you will be chanting on a daily basis. And then he even gives further... Uh, description of his life. He will say, and at the time of living this world, you have darshan of me. So imagine his previous life, he already knows how he, how he will live his body in the next life. <laughs> mahaprabhu is clarifying the whole sequence. By virtue of this practice, at the end of the second half of your present birth, Brahma, you will attain this three Navadu and you will be absorbed in eternal rasa. From today, you will attain the position of being my disciple. And later, as Haridas, you will always serve me. So that's Mahaprabhu's reply to Brahma in Antardwip, remember, after the Ramasutti. A few thousand years ago, a few blinks ago for Brahma. <laughs> and after saying this, Sriman Mahaprabhu disappeared. Mm-hmm. No? Because he appeared as a manifestation, but he disappeared then. Mm-hmm. And again, Brahma fell to the ground unconscious. No? He fainted when Mahaprabhu appeared. He fainted when Mahaprabhu disappeared. Mm-hmm. Because you can imagine what must be to see Krishna and on top of that what must be after seeing Krishna to stop seeing Krishna try to imagine first to see him it's too much faint you faint after seeing him you stop seeing him you have to faint again (laughs) stronger than before so this happened to Brahma here so eventually he reawakened from this fainting and realizing what just happened, he starts to cry in separation of Mahaprabhu in the mood of or Premadana, somehow, no, like separation. I lost that darshan of Gorhari. And he wept, Bhakti he wept for many days. Brahma in separation. But eventually he returned to Brahmalok to resume his duties as temple president there, (laughs) universe manager, if you will, till the time came for him to manifest on earth as Haridas Thakur in Gorlila. When Krishna came as Mahaprabhu, then Brahma made his appearance as Sri Thakur Haridas. So this was a little bit of a background, so we have more notion of what we will be talking about now, which is the disappearance of Haridastako. Hmm? But then
1: someone else took the position, or it was just vacant position? When? When he came here.
3: It was quick, according to Brahma Lok. That was a. So no one had to take
1: yeah, that
3: was a weekend. Bra- Brahma okay. organized for a weekend for someone to co up
1: for okay. him. And <laughs> Babaji, such questions also come to Babaji, mm-hmm. and Babaji brings the example like, oh, you can uh, compare that also with what is, how is it here? like. Uh, the president is not always in the president house. house. He's always here and there. Mm-hmm. And still, the, um, yeah, the, uh, yeah he has his on. agents also yes, representing he him. Have to be always there. Mm-hmm. He can go on holidays and it goes on. Mm-hmm.
3: So in this way, Brahma, we want to take it a mm-hmm. Gor- mm-hmm. Gorlila holiday.
4: <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so we reach. Yes, sorry. <clears throat>
3: So today we are celebrating the moment in which Brahma base. We are celebrating in one sense today that Brahma attained his desired goal as hard das Thakur. No? Because remember, Brahma. If we go all the way back to the Brahma vimohan Lila, we shared that last year.
2: When, when Brahma
3: saw Krishna even before the Brahma Lila, beginning of creation, to describe the Bhagavatam, the Brahma shook hands with Krishna and he expressed his, expressed his desire to, to relate to him as a friend. Of course, a few hundred thousand years happen after that <laughs> more. The Brahma Lila happened. Brahma had the darshan of what does it mean to be a friend of Krishna? He didn't pass the test fully at that moment. He became quite confused. But now at takur he's having the chance to attain his desire goal. So we are celebrating that also. Not only the tear of Haridastakur, but Brahma's attainment of his sakura's identity in Vrindavan. And eternally as Haridastakur in Nitenavad. So before going to the... Chapter itself, a few words regarding Haridas Thakur For those of you who are hearing about him for the first time, as we mentioned, Haridas Thakur was born as a mm-hmm. someone considered outcast in that social system of that time. In this case, he was a Muslim. Mm-hmm. He was a disciple of Advaita Charya. That's described. He received initiation from Sri Advaita Prabhu. As we just read, he was he will chant three lakhs. But somehow he will have time also to preach the glories of the name. Sanatana Goswami glorifies Thakur in one verse in Chaitanya Taritamdra saying, some people preach but do not practice. Some people practice but do not preach. But you do both. He starts to glorify do, You do achar and prachar. Achar and prachar. So somehow he had time to chant 192 rounds and share the glories of the name also.
2: Mm-hmm. he doesn't
3: does know that he's Brahma. He he in in, the, in his verse of harris taco yeah that's not that's not present in his awareness mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
3: We will have this famous Lila wanting to say that Maya becomes personified, trying to distract him from his chanting, and eventually, instead of him becoming a disciple of Maya, Maya becomes his disciple. Most of us are her disciple. (laughs) But Haridas Thakur created the opposite dynamics. And as we mentioned, when Haridas Thakur will living in, in, in Jagannath Puri he will live at the place I don't know if you for those who if you had the chance of being there
0: a, there's a
3: place called Siddha Bakul, and that's where he will stay on a daily basis and Mahaprabhu will go and visit him Sri Rupa and Sanatan will also stay there when they will visit Jagannath Puri and since they were not somehow according to social sensibilities able to enter Jagannath Mandir, the dancing Jagannath Mahaprabhu himself, will come daily to visit them and bring them Jagannath Prashad and share with them and so on and so forth. So <clears throat> Haridas will chant in this way with extreme humility, even despite so many obstacles. It is described as also this lila when he was taken to be beaten in like 22 markets, if I'm not mistaken uh till death because the muslim rulers didn't know didn't like that this born muslim converted to hinduism and and now is chanting this Hindu names so to say in in their consideration (laughs) so they say we'll beat you till you stop chanting and Haridastak will say things like even if you cut my body into pieces I won't stop chanting (laughs) that's my determination you can just deconstruct my whole body atom per atom and still I will continue Mm chanting so anyhow, that's why he's known as Namacharya among other things so going to the festival in itself that we are celebrating today this festival of death and life of course Haridastakur, he is in his final days. Uh, he was considerably elder than almost every other associate of Mahaprabhu Mahaprabhu himself. <coughs> so he was not very healthy in terms of physical health. So he was sick one day. And Mahaprabhu will go and visit him like he used to do every single day. He had his... Daily schedule and part of the schedule was Siddhavakul visiting Haridas, Darshan of Haridas. So he will find Haridas Thakur weak, like emaciated, like sick.
2: Hmm? And Mahaprabhu
3: said, What's going on?
2: Hmm?
3: Are you okay? You, you are not so good. You, you should you should chant less, Mahaprabhu <laughs> said. <laughs> Imagine Mahaprabhu was the epitome of chanting. He's telling to Kari Dastaku, like, you're chanting too much. <laughs> so to say, of course. No? And, uh, and, and say, don't don't cheat me, please. No, don't ask me that. so but, but w- what's going on? I'm,
2: you are sick. can
3: you can you ascertain which is the sickness? Mahaprabhu is asking to Harta. he said, yeah, I know which is the sickness. So, what's the sickness? Haridas Thakur Say I cannot, the sickness is that I cannot finish my, my prescribed number of rounds. He said, because of this health situation, he cannot finish his daily 192 rounds. <laughs> so he will reply from that place of commitment with his bows, deep humility. And as a conversation ensues between Mahaprabhu and Haridas Thakur, also, Haridas tells to Mahaprabhu, "I know that, oh Prabhu, I know that your lila is reaching a close soon." Now, here we are in the at the end of Gore Lila, the Anti Lila. Also, the last years of Mahaprabhu, not only of Haridas Thakur. So Haridas "I can intuit that your lila is coming to an end, that you are retiring your." present from this world and he says and I don't want to see that lila. No, I don't want to witness that, that's too much for me mm-hmm. so basically he's requesting to him please allow me to leave this body before you leave yours so to say mm-hmm. give me that blessing and allow me to leave this body while well, contemplating your lotus face, um, that's how I want to leave this body. Having you in front of me, having your darshan. Hmm. So Mahaprabhu is hearing that from Haridas Thakur, and somehow he's, his mixed feelings, so to say. He's sad to know this is coming, Haridas Thakur is passing, but also he's happy to see Haridas Thakur's love and devotion and. And he fulfills his wish he doesn't say yes I will do it but he kind of looks at him in silence and, and returns the next day with all his associates <laughs> because Mahaprabhu will go to visit Haridas daily by himself or maybe with someone else but now he's coming with his whole retinue to have Darshan of Haridas talk. And Chaitanya Charitamrita describes how Mahaprabhu starts to glorify Haridas Thakur. Like if he will have five mouths, Krishnadas Goswami I would say,
2: huh?
3: Arupa Goswami the other day was praying, give me more tongues, give me more ears. <laughs> Mahaprabhu here is invoking, sorry, five, in some way, five tongues or more to sing the glories. I'm finding this is not enough, this is not enough. There's nothing that I can say that is enough about the glories of Haridastakur. So Thakur is sitting, again, this is a few minutes before his passing. So he's seeing Mahaprabhu, all his associates, and he's realizing, okay, my Prabhu is fulfilling my wish. He's coming not only himself to give me his darshan, but he's bringing all his associates, because he's not separate from him. So that's an important point. Haridastakur told him, I want to die seeing you. And Mahaprabhu replied, bringing all his associates with him. I can between me and them, there is no difference. No? This is similar to when the Kazi Chant Kazi when we know Mahaprabhu came with with all Nadia, basically. <laughs> The doors of the Chand Kasi's house, and eventually he was entering into his inner quarters with a few associates. And Chand Kasi wanted to reveal to Mahaprabhu the dream he had, as you may recall, with Narsimhadev. Nursim Hadev appeared in a room to him and, and like opened his chest and said, Do not ever again break a mridanga because that's my favorite instrument. <laughs> but before sharing the dream Chen Kasi told Mahaprabhu I need to share you something very private so can we speak the two of us only and Mahaprabhu was, was with some associates and he told Chen Kasi we are talking in private they are none different from me and there is nothing I have private to them they are my heart I am their heart saddabohvidayam mayam saddunamvidayam toham Jananti.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Anangapi, you know? that's the Bhagavatam, Krishna is saying, Bhagavan is saying, again, that's the last verse of the sequence that we mentioned the other day, starting with the Hambak Paradi, you no? Know? The last one is this one. So then Bhagavan is saying, I'm in the heart of my devotees, my devotees are in my heart. Or basically, he's saying, they are my heart, I am their heart. You know? Our hearts have melted. So Mahaprabhu is telling to the Kasi. There's no need for them to leave because they are my heart and their heart. So in the same way now, Haridas Mahaprabhu allow me to live having your darshan. Mahaprabhu brings
2: who he is.
1: How
3: he shows how my associates make me who I am, basically as we were talking mm-hmm. these days. According to the love of certain associate, Bhagawan appears in a certain way. So Mahaprabhu brings all his associates and Haridas Takur in deep humility. He starts to take the dust from the feet of each one of those associates you know, and to put that on his head, one after one after one, honoring each one of these extensions of extensions of the heart of Mahaprabhu, basically. And then it is said that he fixed his eyes. On Sri Gorhari, Sriman Mahaprabhu, like a bumblebee, to say, no, like on the lotus of Mahaprabhu's face, no, because you may have heard, all the all the limbs of Bhagavan many, many times have described as lotus-like. He has lotus feet, lotus face, lotus hands, lotus navel, no. Everything is lotus-like. It seems that it's in, in the world, but it's growing before beyond that, flourishing beyond that. So it is say that Thakur looks at Mahaprabhu and then takes his feet and puts them in his heart. And Mahaprabhu, of course, allows all this to happen because this is the fulfilling of the wish he requested the day before. Thakur is enthroning, so to say, symbolically enthroning the two feet of his lord in his heart you know, installing them establishing them there you know, and starting to sing the name of mahaprabhu in a loud voice like god yeah
2: and crying
3: deeply and singing in that and in that process moment heart does passes away you know, in that in that unique situation in that unique moment by his own wish you No, know, he had the power to choose Went to leave his body like a very great mystic personality. So it is described in Chaitanya Charitamrita that at that moment on Haridas Thakur's voluntary passing away, everyone was reminded of the passing of Bhishma, mm-hmm. the grand the great grandsire Bhishma, as it is described in the Mahabharata. Also, he was, as you know, the different situation, but he chose when to leave his body, that's the point. He was on the bed of arrows, as you may recall, but he passed away looking at Krishna also, like absorbed in him. He was waiting for Krishna to come. And here there is something interesting in connection to Bhishma, if I may share, which is this word Uttarayana. Uttarayana is basically uh, the sun's six-month uh, northern orbit, where the sun is moving in that direction. That lasts for six months in the toward the north. So the first day of that begins, that is called Uttarayana. So it is in the Gita also Krishna described this moment like, for a yogi they try to plan their death in that moment that will warranty like access to higher realms. So in the Bhagavatam it is described that Bishma was waiting for Uttarayan to leave his body and some people will ask but bishma is not a yogi like normal he's a bhutan bhakta. he doesn't need to a devotee doesn't need even to plan his death so to say because he's already fully engaged in bhakti so whatever moment he or she passes away that will be the most blessed moment it's not that i need to wait for an auspicious constellation so I leave my body in a relatively good moment and I don't become degraded, whatever. So Vishnu doesn't need that. So why he was waiting for Uttarayan. So what our acharyas explained is that there's another meaning for Uttarayan. No? So Uttarayan means also he who takes who took shelter in Uttara. Uttara is Parekshit mother. Ayana means he who took shelter. And Uttara is the mother of Parikshit, As you may know, Parikshit was in the womb of Uttara. There was, uh, how to say, like Brahmastra. a Brahmastra sent by Ashvatam to kill Parikshit in the womb, to kill the last uh, descendant of the dynasty. And Krishna entered into the womb of Uttara. Again, he who, take, who took shelter in Uttara is Krishna. So, and he appeared, and as we know, he protected Parikshit. Parikshit has his first darshan of Krishna in the womb. Oh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> but the point is here, Bishma was waiting for Uttarayan. But Uttarayan is another name for Krishna. So he was not waiting for an no auspicious constellation. He was waiting for having the darshan of Krishna, and then he passed away. That's the very same thing that Haridastakur did here. But this is just the beginning of the celebration. <laughs> now, Mahaprabhu sees that Haridas Thakur has passed, and Mahaprabhu takes Haridas Thakur's body, going against all the social conventions of the time. Now Mahaprabhu was Hindu, Brahmin, Sannyasi. So, according to the social norms of the time, you wouldn't touch. A Muslim, so to say. Um, Again, this is a a relative consideration, and Mahaprabhu came to break all those considerations that were prevailing. So Mahaprabhu did not only touch the body of Hardas Thakur, but he took it, embraced, took it on his lap, and started to dance. There are a few very nice paintings of Mahaprabhu dancing in Sankirtan with the body of Hardas Thakur, him considering. Like blessed by having been in touch with that body, which is no longer to be seen as a material body, but is a fully, fully spiritualized transcendental body. So that's that's not only it. Then Mahaprabhu walked in procession in Sankirtan towards the ocean in Jagannathpurit, and he bathed Haridas Thakur's body. In the ocean. In the same ocean, he will have bathed so many times. So for us, the ocean is not merely the ocean, but it's a thirta, it's a sacred place. So when the, yeah. So when the devotees go to Jagannath Puri, they go to the ocean, but that's again not the ocean. Let's it's not so much like let's go to the beach and surf a little bit, but <laughs> as christian Chandra mentioned, that's contact Chernambrita, because it's the same place where Sriman Gaur Sundar, all his associates will bathe and perform uh, watery pastimes and so on. So, and Mahaprabhu, in his humility, he said, from now on, this ocean is a great Tirtha. Of course, it was already a great Tirtha because he already bathed there, but he himself didn't consider, he didn't take himself too seriously. But now he said, now that Thakur has faith here. This ocean is a great Tirta. Mm-hmm. And all the devotees get clo- got closer to the water that was like dripping from Haridas Thakur's body and they were like drinking it. No? Like competing to get the Charlemavrita in its own way. Mm-hmm. So this is an important point also to begin with. and Mahaprabhu is mentioning <coughs> how worshipable can become the body I mean, one say we say we are not this body, but in another sense we will say, if your body, if you receive sadhakadeha from Sri Guru, which means the body of a practitioner, Sadhaka means someone who engages in Sadhana, so when one receives initiation, one receives a new sense of identity, a new body, so to say, although externally may seem the same, in our tradition, it will say you have received the Sadaka Deha, the body of a practitioner. And the more you engage in sadhana, that Sadaka Deha becomes spiritualized and is no longer to be seen as material. Hmm?
2: Hmm. And it becomes worshipful for Krishna himself.
3: That's what he's saying in Chaitanya charitamrita Diksha Kali Bhaktakari Atma Samar panahani. Atma So Krishna is saying, Diksha in the moment of Diksha, when one has given oneself, one has made of one's own self an offering to Bhagavan, Krishna takes that person and that body as his own self. Like he reciprocates, as, as Krishna Chattaprabhu was saying these days, Ananya Mamata Vishnu Mamata Prima know, sangata No, So he, he will as we will serve Krishna everything in relation to him in the similar way Krishna is reciprocating not only with the devotee but with whatever is related to that person becomes sacred and, 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 and spiritualized
2: I have
1: one section
3: here you give me one minute because I quote one purpose from which where he describes how the spiritualization of the sadaka happens gradually. So that's interesting. This is a commentary that he shares in Bhagavatam.
0: 10th canto. 10th
3: canto, chapter 29, verse 11. So, Rasa So he says, When one reaches the stage of prem, divine love, One's body is completely spiritualized. A no mundane portion remains.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. So that's no mundane portion remains. It's totally each pore of the body has been like affected by baptism scars. Some something similar is said in Chaitanya charitamrita Caritamrita, Chaitanya Anjaliya, chapter four, Lila. verses yeah. hundred ninety
0: one to hundred ninety three, just in case. Yeah. And
3: Mahaprabhu is saying, but
0: "This is the verse." Atma, it's one, it's
3: one, but there are two more in connection. Yeah. So I will read the whole section. So Mahaprabhu says, "The body of the body of a devotee is never material." It is considered to be transcendental, full of spiritual bliss. How comes the verse that I quoted. At the time of initiation, when a devotee fully surrenders unto the service of the Lord, Krishna makes him as spiritual as himself. When the devotee's body is in this way transformed into a spiritual existence, the devotee in that transcendental body renders service to the lotus feet of the Lord. So,
0: which page is that? 168.
1: 10,
3: 29, 11. 11. This is more detailed the description. He will say that in the beginning, of course, you are a sadhaka, so you are you're not fully spiritualized yet. So he will speak like the spiritualization is happening like gradually. The more you engage the more you engage in bhajan, the more
2: spiritual your body
0: becomes
3: and I would like to share one more paragraph that I write in connection to this this page 108 you will remember that one she says while we have repeatedly heard that we are not this body in a deeper sense we could come full circle and say that we actually are this body. The process of transfiguration first begins with the
0: Sadhaka Deha. <laughs>
3: or the practitioner's body that Gaudiya Vaishnav's received during his spiritual initiation.
0: <laughs> and this, cul- this culminates
3: with the Siddha Deha. <laughs>
0: Sich mehr und mehr zum Ziderien, zum
3: For that moment when our sadhakadeha
2: Sadhaka
0: becomes fully
3: spiritualized, and
0: spiritualized,
3: unaccomplished through the gift of divine grace... So, considering this, we have the right to say that we are this body, since we are this
0: Sadakadeha, which has the potential of attaining
3: full consummation and becoming us for eternity since this practitioner's body is a gift it's a gift bestowed upon us during the initiation rites our present bodies in this way a gift which does not belong to us but to the divine uh, which we should, which we should therefore take care of, and even venerate. So, I try to take the situation to to another section there, because generally, again, we may think we are not this body, this is bad, this is an obstacle. But in the context of bhakti, we are no longer to see the body as a as something bad, but we have a deha now, and this deha is a gift that I was given. So, if I'm given a gift, I have to take care of that. And when that sadhakadeha is fully spiritualized, we will be somehow that body will appear in a similar form in the Nithyanavadu.
0: <laughs> so this
3: is what here Mahaprabhu is showing, basically by embracing and dancing and worshipping Haridas Thakur's body. And then after this, what Mahaprabhu does, he will put Saharidas Thakur's body in Samadhi, what we call. Which is another way to indicate in this fully spiritualized body, or somehow that person is appearing eternally and serving. That's why the body is put into salt to, to preserve the body, to indicate in an identity that resembles this one in Mithya now that person is serving for eternity. So Mahaprabhu is putting haridas Thakur's body. He himself is making the hole in the earth. He's doing everything. Hmm? He's putting the body with remnants from Jagannath. He's decorating the body. He's covering... Hmm? He starts to circumvambulate. Mm-hmm. You can visit the samadhi of Thakur in Jagannathpur if you're there, it's a very beautiful place. So you can circumambulate he he circumambulated the samadhi and he started to dance. And finally he started to go and beg prasad from the different markets and places where they had Jagannath Maha Mahaprabhu went and did Madukari. Organize a big festival to celebrate Hardas Thakur's disappearance. So, Mahaprabhu himself was dealing with all the details of this event, as you can see taking the body, bathing it, making the hole, putting it in samadhi, dancing, circumambulating, begging the prasad. And he started to serve himself the prashad to everyone, to all the present ones. He himself organized the whole Tirubhap Mahotsav, so to say. And it is say that Mahaprabhu will serve prashad like to each person, like for five the capacity the quantity for five people he will give to one person only.
2: One, two,
3: three,
4: four.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's the grace of Mahaprabhu. No? Prashad also means grace. So one way of symbolizing grace is in the way of food, nourishing. No? Prashad. The word prashad means for us food and means grace at the same time. So Mahaprabhu's lilas, of, there are many lilas of Mahaprabhu with food. And all of them are buried overflowing. And he never will serve you like three grains of rice. And why so little? So he will like drown you in grace, drown you in stuff. <clears throat> so he will continue serve. He will serve for five, but then somehow the, his associate will eat all that. He will come with more and more all of them were akanta you now this is the Bengali expression akanta which means up to the neck like you know, sometimes in India if they want to serve more you will do like this on the plate that's what I learned the first time I went because I didn't know that and they will keep putting prashan. I was like I don't want more but I was like this and they will keep putting so I learned you have to do like this but another one is like this you no? Know? akanta, akanta. <laughs> up to the neck. And it's funny, I, re- I remember this brings me one funny memory. I was in Jagannath Puri two years ago visiting one ashram, very nice ashram of one sannyasi called Bhakti Muni Maharaj. He's a disciple of Bhakti Sri Rup Siddhanti Maharaj. And he has an ashram one block from Thakur Samadhi. So many times I generally stayed there when I go to Puri. And when, once he was serving me magan and maha, maha prashad standard no so I try I did my best to finish the whole plate similar to the quantity that Krishna krishnachanda serves me for lunch or
4: something
3: <laughs> and I finish and at one point I look at him and say because he wants to serve more and I'm like, I like I can't, I can't. and he tells me <laughs> he told me no 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 he tells me, do you know what's a kanta, Marash? I say, what's a kanta? It means that you open your mouth and you put your finger and you can touch the food that you have eaten.
2: <laughs>
3: That's a kanta. And he said, you are not a kanta now. He started to put more. <laughs> so now you know what's a kanta. Really up up to the neck and more probably. So my opera was served. With that abundance. Again, he was celebrating Haridas Thakur. He was overflowing of love for Haridas Thakur. So his overflowing took the form of the overflowing of prasad, the overflowing of grace. So after everyone was literally a kanta, <laughs> Mahaprabhu decorated each devotee with garlands, with chandan, he ornamented everyone. He was ecstatic at celebrating Haridas Thakur. And he concluded the whole theory about Mahatsa by pronouncing a very like solemn blessing for all the ones who were present in that festival. So, you want to hear Mahaprabhu's blessing? You are now present in that festival. So, you are included in Mahaprabhu's festival. So, I'll read this. This, These are a few verses coming from Chaitanya Chaitanya So, Mahaprabhu is saying like this. Anyone who has seen the festival of Sri Haridas Thakur's passing away, anyone who has chanted and danced here, anyone who has offered sand on the body of Haridas Thakur, and they were putting it in Samadhi, and anyone who has joined this festival to partake of the prasadam. Any of them will achieve the favor of Krishna very soon. There is such wonderful power in seeing Hari Namaha is speaking about his own darshan of Hari Be merciful upon me. Krishna gave me the association of Hari Dastaku.
2: But being independent
3: in his desires.
0: Can you repeat that last question? Yes,
3: yes. Being merciful upon me, Mahabhi...
0: He's telling that to
1: Krishna.
3: No, no, no. no he's no. telling that to the to devotees. devotees. Uh-huh. Mahaprabhu is speaking in Bhagavat as a devotee, no? He's not talking about Krishna. So he's saying mm. being merciful upon me. Krishna gave me the association of Thakur. But now he says, being independent in his desires,
0: <laughs>
3: he has now broken that association. When Thakur wanted to leave this material world, it was not within my power to stop him. Simply by his will, Haridas Thakur could give up his life and go away. E- exactly like Bhishma. Mm-hmm. Who previously died simply by his own desire.
0: Mm-hmm. As we have heard as we have heard
3: from a Shastra. Haridas Thakur was the crown jewel on the head of this world. Without him, this this world is now bereft of its valuable jewel. <laughs> so now Krishna Daskarash Goswami said, then Mahaprabhu then told everyone. He says, say all glories to Hari And chant the ho- and chant the holy name of Hari. And saying this, he personally Mahaprabhu began to dance again.
0: <laughs>
3: so in the same way, we are inviting all of you. Hari Das Thakur Ki Jaal, Hari Das Thakur Ki Jaal, Thakur Hari Das Mahaprabhu Ki
2: God Raman Hari.
0: It's very
3: we have the ocean in Puri sounding
0: in the <laughs> <laughs> It's very interesting that you when you read how when Brahma had the darshan of Guranga in Antardvip thousands of years back. When he fainted, he had the samskara of Krishna's feet on his head. So, like, this samskara stayed in him. And when Haridas Thakur was laying on the floor and said, if I ask a blessing, can you provide? And and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is crying and said, whatever you desire is an order for me. I cannot do anything else than provide you. And then he said, I want to leave. And like the old samskara from that time came back, few feet, mm-hmm. uh, seeing your feet just there. It was just came to me how mm-hmm. thousands of years back this was the samskara was already put. <clears throat> uh.
2: Radhamad Prabhu. It was of all this endeavor
3: and chanting and so on, but finally
2: it was
3: of no use because
0: he did
3: not go back to Gora. He went to
0: back to his position as Brahman. What was the use of all this chanting? Purva Paksha is coming hey, now. <laughs> alle so, that, so macht, Aber nachher ja doch wieder also <laughs> 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 take Why not? Like such an endeavor. So no, rather, <laughs>
3: rather, mother ruined the whole celebration.
0: No. no, no, he makes it on a higher platform.
3: <laughs> He's taking on, on to a new level. <laughs> yes, we mentioned that Bhakti Natakur describes that the after attaining the birth as hard Takur Ki he continues as Brahma till the end of his life but that's not the same Brahma that so I mean it's the same Brahma but it's not the same experience that was before being Thakur. so it's, it's from a completely different place so I, I will say that in that sense it's not that it's useless or he, I mean of course I'm not saying that you are saying that it's useless but <laughs> it's just that he continues finishing that particular period because
2: as we mentioned,
3: he can take a holiday or a weekend, but still he has a few years to go. But now it's with the full mercy of Mahaprabhu, with the full realization and insight about his eternal participation. So that's, that's the Brahma that we are having now, basically. It's completely enlightened Brahma, inspired Brahma. So in one sense, he continues performing those functions, but in another sense, he's completely... Somewhere else, so to say.
1: <laughs> Does this have an impact on the universe if the president of the
3: universe is a devotee or not? I mean, you are asking if they, if it has an impact of the universe on that, the universe. On the universe like that Brahma a- is in the situation I've just described, or in general, you are going to a president in a country.
1: No, in this case, because you said before, he said it didn't has no use. But so I was wondering because he said so there's no use. So, uh, because you described Brahma as the president of the universe, he has an important position. Mm-hmm. So, does it has an impact on the universe or on the people?
0: On all the souls us
1: living in this universe, mm-hmm. if the Controller of the universe is a non devotee or a
3: devotee. I mean, the control of the universe is always a devotee.
1: Mm-hmm. I but mean, before I mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was, he was different, adelo-
3: yeah, but well, if yeah. he was not a non devotee, Brahma is always okay. a devotee, mm-hmm. but now he's a devotee from a very yeah. unique place. So, yeah, for sure, it has an impact on the universe.
1: And what is that impact? <laughs>
3: I mean, how, my, how can we say what is that impact? I will say that it has an impact. Like so many things are influencing us and we cannot say what is that influence, but I mean, everything is interrelated. So there is so much influence going on, but we may not be able to say this is the influence or this is the influence, but there is a, an influence to have a Brahma in such a, an ecstatic experience. So whether we cannot fully ascertain what's the influence, mm-hmm. we know the reason. We have to take advantage of that. Yeah.
0: Maybe, can I just a thought came to Madama? Adam yeah. Um. Just a few days ago, we were reflecting on Vamandev's Lila. How Bali Maharaj, after surrendering, normally people think, you know, now I surrender, and everything should be fine. Sometimes even devotees say, you know, now I surrendered and when I start surrendering, everything went down, my job was bad and my earning was bad. Once Narada um, (laughs) approached Krishna, this is in Mahabharata, and he said, you know, it's very interesting, your devotees, since the Pandavas became your bhaktas, it went down. They lost the kingdom, they lost the wife, they lost, you know, they had to be mendicants in the forest and they were tortured and many attempts to be killed. But the interesting thing is, Krishna, that their love towards you increased. It didn't, you know, what happens in your devotee? Oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. But my love increased. This shows... It's completely disconnected. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: So, and when Maharaj surrendered, you know, Vamandev bound him up and threw him down some lower place. But it's not that he said, hey, I surrendered to you, now you do this to me. He was in bliss. He said, you know, I offered myself. Now you can do whatever you want. So... It's like the unconditional um, nature of Divine Love, it's there. And I like it very much. You know, in Buddhism they say, what happened before enlightenment? Oh, you know, washing the potatoes. And what happened after enlightenment? Oh, washing the (laughs) potatoes. So it's something very nice. you know, after the whole change of his consciousness to a Shuddha Bhakta, what happened? Oh, he continues the very same thing. So it also means that you can do it in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be somewhere else. But the conscious we want to change the consciousness and we don't want to change the circumstance. No?
1: So it's not so bad to go to Brahma Loka. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Yes, we, as we spoke, they say Bhakti, Sadhya, Bhakti, Sadhana, and Sadhya. So, Bhakti is a practice, Bhakti is the goal. If you are fully situated in Bhakti, you don't care where you are, basically. Even Brahmalog, even here, even there, as you mentioned, Sutala, whatever. No? So. Brahmalog means
2: association with <laughs> sorry
3: we can go rather much. why not we can pay a stop on our way to somewhere else and <laughs> that's a, for sure that's a very powerful influence for those Brahma but i i will say it extends to yeah too many other directions yes depends
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes of course
1: um, one day one day of Brahma appears Krishna and in one day also uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears on a daily basis so how is this to understand like the Brahm, is this also above what? like actually he's having darshan of krishna and he's having darshan of chaitanya mahaprabhu daily because they appear once in a day so every day he has this but on every day from uh, new on he feels like oh my life went is this this uh dying above but every day he feels like oh my half of my life passed and how i'm continuing my life and then he has darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna, and is in bliss. So this is a practice on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Although he has darshan of Mahaprabhu every day, mm. he still feels on the next day the same. Mm. This can be concluded.
3: Yeah, I like I the way you, you presented that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I have to translate. Yes. <lacht> okay. They're waiting for your realization. Also,
1: ich habe gerade, <lacht> so strange, <lacht> ich habe gerade, meine, ja, kann man das so sehen? Also, Krishna hm. erscheint ja ähnlich am Tag von Brahma und am gleichen Tag erscheint er, oh, ich muss noch mal Und ähm, ist das nachher eine Stimmung? Und wenn er Einsicht jeden Tag aufs Neue, oh nein, was habe ich mit meinem Leben gemacht? Weil er hat ja jeden Tag, er hat ja Darshan von Krishna und Mahaprabhu. jeden Tag und trotzdem fühlt er sich an dem Tag, in, in der Zeit, wo wir sind, ist auch Krishna und Mahaprabhu. gekommen und er hat die Stimmung gehabt, wie, hey, ich habe mein halbes Leben vergratet, was mache ich zu machen mit Darshan von Mahaprabhu. und er fühlt sich gut und dann am nächsten Tag findet er mhm. sich wieder statt. Okay. Yeah.
3: My mother wrote a message here saying oh, such a beautiful it. place.
1: She's in the background. I was wondering a few days ago if you your mom is she
3: following you. Yeah, yeah, she's mm. always I mean Hola. <laughs> She's only seen one frame of the whole (laughs) picture, so, yeah. I'll be publishing a few more pictures these days, Mom, so you will see them. I mean, she doesn't speak English. I have Mm to speak in
2: Spanish. Ah,
3: she's just... Okay, so one one hour and a half, we can put the kata to rest and continue our meditation, Thakur Haridas the festival of death today thank you so much and Sri hari ki jai radha jai jai gor Ananta Koti Vaishnava in the Jai, Bold Hari Bold.